More than 100 million Americans have diabetes or they are pre-diabetic. That's right, and a popular drug used to treat diabetes is now being used just to treat weight loss. And we're gonna get to the bottom of that. And, and this, this is Chick to Chick. You know, it's funny how uh, podcasts come about for us. Mm -hmm. And this was, you know the story. Right. So I'm sitting there one night and I'm watching this reality television show with my son and all of these young ladies are on the beach in bikinis and whatnot. Were they really bikinis? They were really bikinis. So teeny tiny, itsy bitsy. And I said to my son, oh my gosh, these girls are so tiny anymore. They're so thin. And he said to me, well, mom, you know big butts are out. And mm -hmm. I said, no, I didn't know that. And he said, yeah, the girls are all getting their implants taken out. But then he said, to, and I said, yeah, but they're so thin and they're drinking and they're eating. And mm -hmm. he goes, oh yeah, they're all on Ozempic. And I go, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Huh? And then I said to you, and I told you the story and I said, blah, 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 blah. And you said, before I even finished the story, you said, well, they're all on Ozempic. That's what's going on. What is going on? Yeah, and I think it's really frustrating and I always find it unfair and ridiculous when there's a subset of you know culture where they are taking over drugs and medications that are really used for people who absolutely need it. I don't and it is this. troubling. And I really only have a few family members that have dealt with diabetes in my family. Um, my grandmother, my uncle, I don't know a lot about it, but this really made us want to understand more about diabetes and then tackle that whole Ozempic thing. So we have two wonderful guests today. We have Samantha Heckel, and she is a person who is living with type one diabetes. And we also have, what is interesting, her doctor. Since she was like 13 years old, Dr. Joshi, and she is an endocrinologist. So thank you both for being with us today. That's Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> doctor, um, I don't get this. You know, when my son said to me, oh yeah, these girls are on Ozempic. I'm like, what? What? How is this happening that a drug that is supposed to help people with a medical condition mm -hmm. is now being prescribed to people who don't have this medical condition just to lose weight? How is this happening and why is this happening? So there are a couple of things you must know that one of the biggest precursor for diabetes is weight gain. So the more weight you gain, the more chances are that you will become diabetic over the next five years. And uh, Samantha can tell you all the prevalences and incidences, but it is pretty common. One out of 10 people are diabetic in this country. And by 2050, we are thinking one out of three will become diabetic. And one of the major precursors is weight gain. So Ozempic was actually approved in 2017 to control diabetes. And one of the biggest way it controls diabetes is by losing weight. It causes weight loss of somewhere between 5% to up to 15% in some patients. So if you think about a person with 200 pounds, they can easily lose 30 pounds with this drug. And how does it happen? It actually lowers their appetite because it just slows down your stomach. So you can't put as much food in your stomach as you were doing before. So because you're eating less and then there are many hormonal changes, you lose weight. So back in 2021, the drug companies started to evaluate people who did not have diabetes to see if they would benefit by this drug by losing weight. And if we could lose weight in normal people, we would actually prevent development of diabetes. So it was done in a very good faith and it's still used in a very good faith. So the drug was approved in 2021 for just obesity, 
which means anybody who is overweight and has a BMI above 30, and we can get into that more if you like, but anybody who is obese, if they take this drug, the drug can cause up to 15% of weight loss. So you can imagine a 300 pounder taking this drug can lose up to close 60 to 90 pounds, which is very good. And that's why the drug is being utilized in patients who do not have diabetes. And so what happens if you're a patient who doesn't need to lose that much weight and you're, you're honestly just doing it for vanity, really? What can be some of the downsides to having that? So what I'm, I'm thinking you're actually referring to the Ozempic craze, which has happened among celebrities, and that's what has come on the Oscar and everywhere else. And, and obviously, a lot of people are just taking it for the sake of taking it. So there are two issues. Number one, you will lose weight, but if you don't follow a diet, you're not going to lose weight. So the drug is not a miracle that it's going to keep losing weight even if you don't eat the right food. So yes, if you're eating, drinking, and doing everything, it's not going to cause weight loss. The second thing, as soon as you stop the drug, the weight is going to come right back. So it's not going to help you. So yes, you are losing temporary. That's what people are doing, that they lose a temporary weight for their wedding and for other things of six months, and then they go back and do what they like to do. There are side effects of this drug, which are mainly, again, temporary, uh, there is uh, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, diarrhea, and some people get really serious one. And there is some data, and I have to mention this, there is some data which is coming out that there may be a very, very slight correlation between increased, slightly increased risk of thyroid cancer. We don't use these drugs for people who have a special type of thyroid cancer, which is medullary thyroid cancer. That is very uncommon. But the people are also starting to see a link with the other thyroid cancer. That is the report is still out to jury. Jury is still out on that one because we don't know if that's going to prove out to be right or wrong. But every drug has some benefit and some harm, and you're going to see them more the more you use them. So the drug is great for obese patients who are doing aggressive diet, aggressive exercise, poor fellow, not able to lose weight, and then they have pre-diabetes and they're trying to be healthy. The drug is for them, but not for every Tom, Dick, and Harry. I love the explanation that you yep. just gave, and it, it provides a whole lot of clarity. So, Samantha, you're living with type 1 diabetes. How does this make you feel when you have a medical condition that you have been dealing with and struggling with your whole life, and then you hear that celebrities are taking this just to lose weight? I mean, of course, I, I don't think it's the right thing to do. I I like that it's been um, broadened. The you know the the parameters have been brought broadened for more folks to take it that need it. But of course, you know, I I think I I'm curious to see who's prescribing these to the folks that shouldn't really be using them. I mean, I guess when you're a celebrity, you have connections, but it does make me wonder. You know, what are these doctors doing, and why are there so many that are 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 willing to give Ozempic? Um, there's another side to this too, is that it's very expensive and getting, um, the uh, insurance to cover, uh, can be a tricky game. And I know Dr. Joshi has written many, you know, referrals and prior authorizations and battled it all. Um, but these types of drugs really do. I, I, I like that. I can see, you know, I have a, a extended family member, not diabetic, but seriously needs to lose weight and, and for health reasons and, and just got approved for it. So I'm, I'm uh, happy for her, but you know, I, it's, it's really not necessary for any other reason. And, you know, these doctors who are, you know, who are prescribing these celebrities and, and whoever else, you know, I, I don't think it's the right thing to do. So if I can jump in, if yeah, I can sure. jump in for a second, I want to answer two things. Number one, Samantha is absolutely right. Because there are so many other people taking the drug, our type 2 diabetics 
we had a big shortage for almost nine months mm -hmm. and they could not get the drug, which was so bad because the diabetes got worse. The other thing which we are also seeing that as uh, celebrities are taking, there's a lot of compounding pharmacies who have started making this drug. Novo Nordisk is not making and selling this drug to everyone. Mm -hmm. That That is for sure. And that approval process is pretty tedious, as Sam said. But compounding pharmacies are making this drug and we have no clue where they are using this generic semaglutide, as it's called, where they are getting this drug. So it has to be coming somewhere outside U.S., and then they're compounding it and selling it to people, which is not the right thing to do. Wow. Super interesting. Well, I think something that's really important is understanding diabetes. Type 1, type 2, not everybody understands it. You two have been in a partnership since... Sam was 13 years old, but Samantha, tell us about what you were having, how the symptoms were for you and how you first became diagnosed. Sure. You know, I, I have, you know, since I have been diabetic since I was 13, I have a very big diabetes community. I've done diabetes camps. I'm part of organizations. So I literally always say that I know hundreds of diabetics. And the one thing all of us agree is that we wish type one and type two were called different diseases because while they're very similar in your body, they're not on the surface. You know, basically, I was told growing up that, you know, um, type two in most cases can be preventable. You can um, uh, treat it with diet, exercise, and some, some medication. Whereas mine, type one, um, there was no way I could have prevented it. I, I was born with it, so to speak, but I, it didn't kick in. I should say my pancreas didn't stop working until I was, I was 13 years old. So the symptoms, like you asked, um, I was, first off, I was losing a ton of weight, big misconception here. When you're not treating diabetes, um, your body is trying to, um, flush out all that extra sugar, trying to excrete all that extra sugar through your urine. So I was losing weight like crazy because I was essentially living with undiagnosed diabetes. I didn't have any insulin to break down my sugar. So my mom was like, okay, 13, maybe she's just having a growth spur and like, you know, losing her baby fat. Like, you know, but I, I lost so much weight as a 13 year old. Um, I was very thirsty. I was, I was, um, I even went to bed when I was 13 and my mom was like, okay, that's not, you know, that's not normal. Um, and I think one of the bigger things too, was that I had, I had gotten a yeast infection too in one summer. And my mom was like, why does my 13 year old have that? Um, and so whenever I went to the doctor, they were like, you know, she could be diabetic. Um, they found a lot of sugar in my urine. And then I did a blood test to, um, confirm that. So, um, that's the symptoms. And, and for me, I had a lucky, I was only diagnosed with a blood sugar of 200. A normal bl blood sugar is around 80 to 130. I know people who are in the thousands, they're helicoptered to a doctor, to a hospital because they're near death. So we caught it very early. Um, but those, those are the signs. And when I hear other parents, uh, you know, give me some of those symptoms. I'm like, you might, you know, you might really want to get them checked because it can get very scary, very quick when it's undiagnosed for so long. My mom was just smart and she picked up on, on weirdness right away. Thank goodness for mom. Uh, it, believe it or not. I mean, this conversation has gone very quickly. We're running out of time very quickly. Um, what are your final thoughts from both of you, doctor and from Samantha on this whole topic of Ozempic and what do you want people to know? So a couple of things which I think Samantha did not cover, the 90% of the population does have type 2 diabetes, which is the more common kind, which is preventable. And that is the one where weight loss is important. And that is why Ozempic is important to take for those people who are pre-diabetic, who have a BMI above 30, who are doing aggressive exercise and diet, who have high blood pressure, who have high cholesterol, who have gestational diabetes. So these are the folks who want to prevent diabetes. And if they want to take Ozempic, they have to go to their doctor, get the right prescription, and then take Ozempic. 
For Samantha, who is type one, uh, is a different disease. It's autoimmune, which means you have antibodies. So you can't do anything about it. And even though the drug can lose weight in type one diabetic, it is not approved for type one diabetic at all. So people who do not have diabetes and they're just doing it for a fancy term, as I call it, the celebrity word, does it? Um, I think they need to think about people who really need it. I'm of the mindset that if 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 it's needed, absolutely. I love that you know more people are having access to it to prevent type two. But again, it's it's really not a drug to be abused, and and it, it is horrible that there's shortages here and there. And and you know, I I love to see it be put to good use only. Does it anger you though to hear that people are taking this just for weight loss? I mean, in the wrong way, you mean, yes, you know, in, in the, the wrong, wrong way. way, in yeah. the yes, wrong way, yes. in the celebrity way. I I, th I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there there's a lot of it angers me when I hear of folks who can't get their prescriptions like my family member. That angers me. Um, you know, everyone's going to do what they're going to do in life and I can't change the world. But, you know, when there's shortages, that's that's a real problem. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Dr. Samantha. Great stuff. Great information. Thank you both for coming on the podcast. You've all, you both have offered a lot of information that has mm -hmm. provided a lot of clarity yeah. on this whole situation because I was clueless yeah. on Ozempic. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had no idea what this was about. Right. So thank both of you for coming on and uh, giving us your time and this yep. information. We appreciate thank you. you. No, thank you so much for inviting us. Our pleasure. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I mean, do you feel better now? I do, yeah. because I really didn't understand when my son said, oh yeah, they're all on mm -hmm. Ozempic. And I'm like, what? Now I kind of understand, I have a better yeah. understanding of what this drug is for, what it does. I have clarity on all of that, mm -hmm. but I still don't like the fact that people yeah. who aren't diabetic and who are taking it for the wrong reason, simply to lose weight, that whole celebrity world. Mm -hmm. I think that's wrong and I think it's horrible that people who really do need this drug are waiting for months or to get it. Or it's costing them so much that's more money because you know a celebrity it's can't terrible. afford it. It was all great information, lots of clarity there with it. Good stuff to think about. Yep. We appreciate you being with us today. And do us a favor, head over to our YouTube page, Chick to Chick on YouTube, like it and subscribe to it. And until we are back to Chirp about another topic.